seeing me fall under pressure. They ain't never ever seen me fall, nah, never. Always keep on up on them, cause I'm too clever. I will never ever sell my soul, nah, never. Cause I've been on the road, been on the road, I quit acting like you've been with me this whole time. Cause I've been on the road, been on the road, I quit acting like you've been with me this whole time. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Lead Well Podcast. This is Brandon Holland, your host, BW Holland 32 on social media platforms. And uh, today we've got a special Veterans Day episode for you. Um, one of my good friends, somebody that I grew up with, went to school with, played ball with. Uh, this gentleman is a great father. Um, he's a fantastic leader and he has served our country well. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. So uh, thanks for being on. Thanks for your time. And most importantly, thanks for your service to our country. Um, and I just kind of want to jump right in, man, you know, um, to make our listeners a little bit more familiar with you. So if you would, man, give us a brief introduction of kind of who you are and what you're up to now. Well, you know, uh, I'm going to say Christopher Brooks, you know, uh, 38. Uh, I'm a member of the Virginia Army National Guard. I've been in the military since uh, for 20 years. I joined 2003, so I've been in for 20 years. Uh, right uh, as a uh, what citizen soldier. Right now, I'm an IT project manager for the DoD. So that's what I'm doing now. Uh, Missy, dad, you know, cheer dad. <laughs> so just all that type of stuff. But uh, I appreciate the opportunity right now. Yeah, man. So let let's go back to let's go back to 2003. Like, you know, we've had some had some uh, folks who have served on the show before, and I, I want to know from you, like, what was your thought process back then when you decided you wanted to serve? Like, what was going on in your mind, and like, what was your what was your motivation to serve? Well, you know, one of the things that uh, really motivated me to serve was the junior ROTC program, you know, having that uh, sound mentorship in the JROTC uh, for all four years from freshman year, because you know that I was new to North Carolina, you know, and coming from Detroit, Michigan. So having that structure, you know, just going through a junior ROTC really kind of put me in that military mindset, that army mindset. But in 2003, I decided like, hey, you know, this is something that I'm passionate about. I know the Army National Guard will uh, what, pay for my college, provide me uh, good benefits and so forth. But after after I joined, I didn't think it was going to end up being a full-time career for <laughs> for such a long time, 20 years. Yeah. You know? And 16 years of that was active duty. So I joined thinking like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to pay for college. I like the military. I could do it for six years, GI Bill. VA benefits, VA home loan, but now 2023, 20 years later, you know, but it was the best uh, decision that I made. Talked to my mother about it. And she, I mean, she really gave me the uh, independence to kind of say like, Hey, you know, if you feel like it's a, uh, the right uh, move for you, go ahead, go right ahead. And she had that relationship with the uh, junior ROTC at Randomman as well. So okay. uh, she was uh, fully supported it. Got you. Got you. So um, was there any like any shocks or anything that was like really unexpected when you when you first joined? 
Well, one of the uh, shocks was the structure, you know, okay. the uh, structure just joining, especially in 2003, in the middle of the, uh, what, the conflict that was overseas at the time, the Iraq war. So 2003, a lot of us joined and just that shock, knowing that you might, uh, you may have to go overseas, you know, it wasn't like, oh, okay, like I may have to, I know. I'm going to see overseas within the next four or six years. Like you just knew, you just really kind of like, Hey, when was it going to happen? Gotcha. Now, were you deployed? Yeah, I deployed uh, twice overseas in the middle East area uh, region. Okay. Okay. So, um, so you did, you did 20 years or almost 20 years somewhere there about, right? Um, what's been, Oh, I'm at 20. I'm at 20 brother. Okay. I'm at 20. Got you. Got you. So what's been um, like, what's been your, your introduction to like military leadership? Like when you first kind of started to learn about, um, you know, leadership in the military, like how did, how did that happen? So in regards to leadership, you know, the military makes sure, uh, especially the army, make sure that they uh, give you great institutional knowledge of leadership, you know, what, what does it mean to uh, be an army leadership? And it's the acronym as well, leadership, you know? And when it comes down to just being an army leader, looking at your, uh, let's say, superiors and your peers, how do they carry their, themselves? Do they have those character attributes? You know, do they uh, have that presence? Uh, do they uh, have that, what, uh, what mental agility? They know how to just move in, uh, they know how to move in the right areas, you know, like how do they lead soldiers? Do they, uh, do they have soldier care? Like those type of attributes, you know, and one of the thing, uh, biggest things when it comes out to the army is like, Hey, you're always going to have, uh, what leaders, but you really have to grab their, uh, uh grab out of their toolbox and see like, okay, I want to take this from this leader, but I might lead that, you know? Because sometimes you have good leaders, sometimes you have uh, bad leaders, but the mo- uh, majority of the good ones that I've had always taught me like, hey, soldier care, be that servant leader when it comes down to uh, what people always be able to what, have empathy for soldiers as well. You know? And I had this one uh, non-commissioned officer uh, tell me, you know, don't give an order to a soldier that you won't do for yourself. Yeah, that's huge. Yes. So, I mean, when it comes down to just having those like attributes, those leadership attributes and just really being, being confident in yourself, being able to, uh, what lead soldiers, because you, you may not be in a combat, uh, a wartime situation. You might be in a peace uh, time situation too. How do you train? How do you, uh, motivate how you uh, inspire, you know, like how do, uh, you use your leadership uh, traits to in order to fulfill the mission. Gotcha, man. That's good. That's good. So, um, when when I think about like you know this like eighteen year old like Chris Brooks and like you know going in to to service like you could have easily like played college ball and stuff like that. And so like you know I'm curious to you like what's been some of the things that you've liked most about serving. 
One of one of the things that I like is just I mean being able to go to different environments, you know, uh, just uh, serve in different environments. I was lucky with uh, Army National Guard. Most of my operations uh, was more domestic operations instead of overseas. So I was so it's more fulfilling because you know you're helping your fellow citizens. So I went to Hurricane Katrina and helped out for that humanitarian uh, service. And that really put me into that mindset, like, man, you know, this is what the Army National Guard does. Like, we help our fellow citizens. And that's what really brought me joy it's, uh, when it comes down to serving, you know? And just other, uh, just other domestic operations, helping with the presidential inauguration or maybe just something small as in a, a snow duty, you know? Just being able to help these soldiers, you know, uh, or help these citizens with the soldiers that only do this one weekend out of a month. You got to understand that uh, being a leader, you are uh, being a leader. You're only uh, you're leading soldiers that do, that only do this one weekend a month. So they're leaving their families. They're leaving their uh, their uh, friends, families, children behind to help the fellow citizen when it comes out to these domestic operations. So for me, being a uh, army leader, I have to make sure like I. I'm top notch, you know, I want to make sure I uh, be a servant leader and just take care of them because they're, if you take care of soldiers, they don't have to worry about uh, back home. They worry about the mission. Yeah. So that's interesting to me. So, um, so what are some of the things that, that you would do to make sure that you were, you know, on top of your game as a leader and making sure that you're taking care of your team? So, so a couple of things, you know, like, I mean, you, of course, like everyone has a boss, you know, everyone has a command, uh, command. So you just, uh, one of the things I'll do is like, just make sure I prepare, uh, prepare, uh, uh, the mission, the orders that was given. Okay. What applies to me? What applies to my, uh, team? What applies to my soldiers? And I just make sure that I use the uh, institutional knowledge that the army gave me. Uh, and I just make sure I make a plan. And it's one of those things, you know, military uh, decision-making process, you know, like you, you might be a group, but you can also use it on your own and, and by yourself, but yeah. just making sure that you have a plan, making sure like, okay, are, uh, what's the welfare of the soldiers? Okay. Do we have the equipment? Do we have the administrative tasks? Do, do we know the operation? And just make sure that you communicate effectively with your soldiers and let them know like, Hey, you know, this is what we're doing. This is our lane. Uh, of uh, the operations and this is the commanders like our boss you know this is the commander's intent so we're going uh, so we are here in order to uh, fulfill the commander's intent and uh, whatever that may be yeah you know that's one thing that you know in my leadership studying that we don't do that great of a job at as leaders like in general is you know is giving the the intent behind some of our decisions and why we're doing certain things um and some of the things that i've learned is you know just providing the reason why helps you cover a lot of ground with the people that are sort of on the ground doing some of the things that the leaders ask them to do um and so commander's intent i think is just super huge and it's very important for people to understand um so man so like what what were some of the most important things that you learned about yourself uh, when you when you were serving? Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a real big person on constructive criticism. 
<laughs> you know, so so like you ha to be a leader, you have to be able to take constructive criticism. So one of the things that I learned, through, uh, especially when say I would say between year 20, 2013 and twenty seventeen was my delivery. Sometimes like sometimes people uh, receive uh, what I guess like praise or punishment differently. And I had to make sure that I've learned more empathy, but that constructive criticism, I, I was so open to receive it from higher or lower. So it does, it didn't matter, you know, like that town hall census session, uh, session, you know, like, Hey, you know, how can I be better? How can I be able to uh, lead uh, you all better? Or how do I improve? You know, we have one of these things that's uh, called, uh, uh, what uh, after action review, you know, AAR, and you supposed to uh, ask for like, hey, what's the uh, sustains, what's the approves? But for me, as a leader, like you have to ask for yourself. You gotta, you gotta take that constructive criticism, and that's like one of the things that I try my best to really have that self reflection. And how do, how am I able to get better? Even now, you know, like uh, the position I'm in now it's more of a advisory position, but I'm, I have subordinates. So I'm still like, Hey, you know, how do I get better? Because yeah. this is new, uh, like being in a advisory position, like it's sometimes it's new to you, you know, and you yeah. just can't, you gotta uh, think outside of yourself. But I understand you completely too, you know, when it comes down to that intent as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, one thing that I think a lot of leaders, become afraid of is getting feedback from people below them. Right. And, you know, I mean, they're the ones we're leading, right? So how yes. we, we can't ignore their feedback. You know, they may not know leadership the way that we know it. However, they do know what helps them in their position and what doesn't help them in their position. Um, and so, you know, leaders get afraid of that feedback a lot of times really because they don't want to change and they become afraid of the criticism. And, you know, some of us are at fault too, because sometimes we just criticize and it's not constructive. It's not building something. Yeah. And you have to, and, and, and the thing about it too, is like, you have to be, uh, what flexible and you have to be agile as a leader, you know, you got to be able to change continuously that agile. And that's, I'm, I'm kind of pulling out my project management, <laughs> skills you know but you have to be agile you got to be able to uh what improve uh continuous improvement okay let's have that retrospective let's take a step back and really just think about like okay how am i as a leader how am i uh performing and i mean it's very hard it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow but i mean you have to in order to uh get to the next level yeah yeah you're absolutely right absolutely right um, so you're working on, um, you're working on a book. Tell me a little bit about that. Man, the book is about relationships, man. It's so, okay. so it's called, uh, it's called gassed up understanding the era of rapid fire relationships. And what I've learned since, uh, let's say being in the, uh, let's say in the dating space or finding that potential is social media and the technology that we use in order to uh, find relationships, it really, what, diminishes the connection. 
that we have for people. You know, it diminishes the connection of how we engage. And like for me, you know, I'm like I'm an older man, so I remember like, hey, you got to shoot your shot in public before you can <laughs> uh, talk to a woman. You know, <laughs> you got to shoot your shot. But now it's kind of the book. It goes into like, hey, how do I? How do like I, I? At first, I was leaning towards just like geared towards men, but I feel like it's geared towards both genders, all genders, inclusive. You know, just because it uh, depends on like, hey, you know, like we all want relationships. How do we want to approach relationships? You know, like I talk about how emotions play a part. I talk about how we can uh, what just use the business process in order to. Uh, in order to really figure out like what do we want you know communication yeah. is the biggest part of the book but it was a passion it's a passion project you know and i mean missy 2024 that's why i plan on bringing it out you know okay. but i'm excited for it so how how did i get started what, what what motivated you to do that man you know we all get hurt <laughs> We all get hurt, you know, like as a man, as a man, we all get hurt, you know, and sometimes you got to go back in the lab uh, from the hurt and just really reflect on like, okay, what, what did I do wrong? And it's kind of like having that uh, uh, constructive criticism, you know, as, and really applying that leadership uh, quality for yourself. It's like, okay, what went wrong? What did I do? And how can I change? You know, how can I be better? And I think I felt like the the dating space, you know, especially when it comes down to uh, online dating is it happens too fast. It happens too fast for all individuals. So I said like, you know what? I want to really put out information to help people like just slow down, like yeah. slow down, you know, don't gas, don't gas things up, you know, don't gas me up too much, you That's know, crazy. just slow down, <laughs> yeah, man. That's great. Yeah, we uh, as a as a people, man, we just we want things too fast. We try to do things too fast. We don't follow process. We don't value process. And I mean, it's during those moments where the important stuff is created. So I, I agree with you, man. Like we can't we can't do this too fast. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. And, and, and right now. Yeah, and right now it's like everything is fast, fast-paced, fleeting relationships, you know? And I think that uh, when it comes down to uh, the book itself, you know, it, it goes to rapid-fire relationships, you know? Like, I don't want, I want to value my time with someone. So, like, how do I slow down? You know, how do I focus on myself as a person, you know? And just really move forward in this what, uh, looking for a, a life partner, looking at, how can I, how can I slow this down so I can navigate this life with someone long term? Yeah, yeah, man. So I, I'm excited. Do do you have an official release date yet? Uh, I'm looking at spring. Yeah, I'm looking at okay. spring. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, spring 2024. I was thinking about Valentine's Day. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. But spring 2024. That's what I'm planning. So you're the you're the second person that I've met or not met, but came in contact with over the past, maybe two months. That's writing a book. Okay. Um, yeah. The other person um, is somebody in um, somebody I was working with in law enforcement and they're writing like three law enforcement books. 
And I'm just sitting here, man, and I'm like, when have I ever been in a room with somebody who's writing a book? And then I think about me, I'm like, man, what am I doing to like give back and, you know, all this kind of stuff? And I'm like, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing the podcast and trying to help develop future leaders and trying to give back in that way. Um, but man, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's been on me to, to start doing some writing myself. And so what's your advice to somebody who's sort of got this inside of them and they're, you know, wanting to put it on paper? Like what does, what's your advice to that person who's just a little bit hesitant of putting their thoughts on paper? Well, you know, like, I mean, before I started writing a book, you know, I've really kind of like, of course, like YouTube has all information, but you know what I did? Use technology. Being an IT project manager, you know, I used the technology I was given, like, hey, voice to uh, transcribe, you know, uh, like you can't do everything on your own. Every, every Everything is a team, right? So, hey, if I know a good person that's like, hey, can you proofread this for me? Or can you make, uh, make this sound better? You know, using those resources, you know, to help you. Uh, be able to gain, uh, like, gain that traction because it's easy for you to like talk, you know, uh, and transcribe. Or if if you want to type, you know, like you can. Or just like I have a journal I write around, uh, carry with me all the time, write things down. And the first thing I would tell is like someone that's really uh, want to put their thoughts on paper and share it uh, amongst people is if you have that passion. Like you, you use the resources that's out there because ev- everyone can, but also too, like make sure you always take that time to yourself and you'll understand that okay. writing something that you're passionate about, it's going to be more of a release for yourself than anything else, you know, and wow. you and the more you start doing it, the more excited, like you'll get more excited, you know, and it's kind of like, Hey, you know, like I, I can do this, you know, I'm talking to the right people or like I'm getting some great advice, you know, because like I, I never as a, as a leader, right. Well, as a leader who help you, you have to have a team. You can't do it all on your, on yourself. Right. You know, you got to have a team. So someone's going to, someone will help you, you know, along the way. And you just have to be open to using resources, use technology. It's too much technology out here for you to uh, what for you to win not to yeah that's how i see it okay okay yeah that's good man that's good so um have you hit any like roadblocks during the process or any anything that you could like warn people of as you know if they start you know start on this journey of trying to trying to write some stuff out well you know the only roadblock i would say when it comes down to just work yeah <laughs> Like, you know, passion projects, you know, like you, you had to find that time on your own, you know, like if it's, if it's what, 11 at night or, or what, four o'clock in the morning, you got to find that time to really put it in. But I think the uh, major roadblock for me is kind of trying to think outside of myself. Okay. Because like my situation is not like everyone's uh, situation when it comes down to relationships. So so for me it's like okay uh, i might write something down that applies to me but i'm not trying to talk about me i'm trying to talk about everyone and i just want to use what i know how i can be better or what have i uh what learned during my process gotcha gotcha so you you're more of a 
um, you know, more mindful of the audience as you're writing, but also like putting your experiences in. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And and like I said, you know, like everyone has their niche, uh, niche, you know, but like for me, it's like I want to be able to talk like I want to be able to express like, hey, you know, if you use this uh, what fast paced love technology that we have date naps and so forth or different type of methods, you know, this what happened to me and this how I think we all should navigate. Gotcha. Okay, so some advice out there, too. All right. Yeah, so you're going you're gonna to be helping some people, man. They're going to be hitting you up later. Like, you know, I, I named my kid Brooke because I read the Chris Brooks book. <laughs> man, I, hey, hey, you know, like I'm just, uh, like, I, like I said before, you know, like all of us, like as a man, you get uh, like some hurt comes in your way, you know, but overall uh, you take that and you just try to be resilient, you know, like where do you, how did you, uh, like, how did you learn from it, you know? And what's the perfect way to show some type of vulnerability as a man by writing a book? And but moving forward, it's like, hey, this is my dating philosophy, <laughs> so <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> so, did you do? Um, have you like have you done journaling before? Like, were you into like writing just to kind of clear your mind to, to release some stuff, or is this like completely new to you? So. So I always used to journal and so forth because that's one of the things like just keeping notes. But I read the uh, I read a book called the Bullet Journal Method, and I've been bullet journaling since 2019. And I have books all in my library of like what year, like just talking about like okay, what's going on, good, bad. Just the method really taught me how to kind of like hey, just plan your day, migrate tasks. But also, too, have that reflection, have that uh, time to yourself, like, hey, this is what happened today, you know, yeah. because like, I, I, because even now, you know, I might, I might say, hey, you know, like, I remember this, and I know I re- wrote it down, you know, and, or I remember like, hey, I was feeling this. And one of the things that I try to do also is kind of like every morning when I look at it, because I look at it every day, and I carry it around all the time. Yeah. But for when it comes out to it, it's like, hey, gratitude, you know, like what, who, uh, like gratitude, thankful for, you know, like, uh, and just really just, uh, you have to, you have to really just kind of like reflect on things, you know, like I might listen to a certain uh, sermon, I might listen to a certain motivational speaker, or I might just have one of those days where like, hey, I need to write some things down. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay. I'll tell you what, man, I've noticed a difference, you know, with me, I've been trying to do that maybe over the last maybe three or four months. Um, and it's, it's been, been very helpful. I just kind of, I've always got it with me. And if something pops up, I write it down or, you know, if I, if I need to, at the end of the day, I'll kind of go back and, you know, just throw down some thoughts or is there something that, you know, I want to capture that I don't want to forget about, you know, I make sure that I'll put it down. And so it's, it's important. And I, I know that it's helped me. So, um, yeah, I need to I need to start putting some uh putting some purpose to it. Um Well, and you know, you got to be intentional, you know? Yeah. And and that's one thing about life, you know? Uh, like one thing about life is you have to be resilient, you have to be intentional. And I posted uh I posted a, a, a post on Instagram today, you know, that I mean just long drives, you know? That's when you transcribe for the book, you know, those long drives. How how am I looking at the journey? Like I'm I'm looking at the journey in front of me. But 
I'm also reflecting on the rearview mirror in the past, you know? And that's like one of the things that like, I'm always kind of like, hey, you know, you can always do better, but also too, like, even if you have some down moments, are you resilient enough to uh, keep on uh, pushing through, you know? And that's, that's one of the things as being a leader, you know, and just being like military, uh, being a veteran, you know, being a, let's say a leader of soldiers, you know, just kind of like just in life, you know, how can you lead yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That's the most important thing, man. You know, people think uh, leadership is, you know, being out here barking orders and stuff like that. But if you can't lead the person who's in that house when you go home every day, then, you know, you probably probably aren't doing too well with it. So. Oh, yeah. You know, and 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 it's back and forth, too. You know, you got to be that servant leader, too. You know, like how can I like sometimes you you have to take that downgrade. You know, so you yeah. can upgrade, especially, and that's one of the things when it comes down to the book, you know, I talk about uh, communication, you know, in a relationship, you know, like it's not always, uh, it's, it's not always healthy to not communicate. So you have to open communication, but also being uh, tactful and being respectful in that as well. So like I talked about that and that's, that's one of the biggest things too, because right now a lot of people are, are afraid to take that constructive criticism, but how do you uh, give that constructive criticism? You have to deliver in a empathetic way, you know? So, but so you have people out here that are like, hey, you get, just give it to me 100%. Right. You know? So you just have to really uh, figure out, like, who are you engaging with? If, like, non-relationship or, no, all relationships, because like, work relationships, friendships, you know? I think everyone can get better from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's always, always room to grow, always room to grow. And I just, you know, I really, you know, I'm really moved by how you turned your, your pain into purpose with this. And so I'm excited to read it. Um, and so I guess after, after you release it, um, you know, I'll read it and we'll get back on here and we'll do this again. Oh man. Yeah, most definitely. And I, and like I said, you know, it's, it's something that I'm passionate about. And also too, it's like I said, it's, it's how I'm going to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> how I'm going to move forward, you know? And I, I hope it's uh, a good blessing to people to kind of like, Hey, you know, let me think, let me, let me slow things down. Don't, don't gas up the relationship so fast. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So, Hey, I, I have to ask before we go, um, What's what's been your your most proud accomplishment up up to now? Uh, most proud accomplishment up to now, man. I like you know just going. I mean, just being a father, man. Yeah. Like I love my daughters. You know, I'm a straight girl dad. You know, <laughs> I'm a straight girl dad. <laughs> you know, I'm a straight girl dad. Like you know, girl dad, chair dad. I, I, I talked to my daughter yesterday and I said, hey, you know, I got I got to figure out how to do sm- smoky eye makeup for your chair <laughs> competition <laughs> next week. I got to do it again. She was like, that's well, I already have the palette. I said, I got to do it again. Hold on. How, how is it like I got to use my finger? The brush is too much. <laughs> but but, you know, she's nine years old. I have a four year old that's so, so energetic, you know, and my nine year old just straight chair dad. But that's my proudest accomplishment, you know, just seeing those two, two, two princesses, you know. And I mean, like, that's just my proudest. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. They're, they're lucky to have you as their dad, man. And, um, you know, our listeners are, are grateful that we've had some time with you here on the show. Um, is there anything else you want to share before, before we go? Anything else that you think is important for leadership or for our listeners? Well, I'm going to say just one thing, you know, uh, leadership. I mean, you have to, you have to do, uh, you have to do wrong before you can learn how, what's right. And I, I think the biggest thing with leadership is taking that constructive criticism, but also too, you know, like, uh, like Brandon and like, I appreciate you doing such great things, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Like doing such great things. And when it comes down to like, you just really teaching people how to like lead and developing leaders, put it on paper, brother, because like, you got it, yeah. you got it. We're going to put it out, man. I'm, I'm going to need your help, but it's, it's going to get out there. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I have. Cool. Well, thanks, man. And hey, uh, to you, to the listeners, thank you so much for your time. Uh, thanks for being with us. Um, we're, you know, back into this season of the podcast, and so we're going to have episodes for you um, about every other week um, until the end of the year. And so uh, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you follow, like, share, subscribe. Uh, and make sure that you send this to somebody that you think might help them. And uh, with that, we will leave you until next time. Thanks for tuning in.